This is Brad Meadows, and I'm the principal at Lewisburg Middle School, and you are listening to my favorite podcast, OB Pod. How you doing, brother? Oh, enjoying the best day ever. And you know why that is? Why is that? Because the community came out and supported us. It was awesome to see our podcast kind of go countywide with Corey Oselton coming on. Thank you so much for sharing all of that news. And I don't thank you nearly as much for blowing some smoke up my co-host's skirt because he has been on cloud nine the entire <laughs> week. Whatever. But <laughs> yes. Uh, last week's episode was quite a success. Um, really appreciate everybody uh, sharing it and letting other people know and got a lot of positive feedback from parents and uh, community people thanking us for the information that he shared said it was refreshing to get it where it kind of felt personal mm -hmm. you know a lot of times you watch news if you still watch news <laughs> hopefully you're listening to us because you're tired of news but uh, it just felt refreshing as they said to hear it from a personal aspect and I think uh, I think it translated. And so, again, we thank Corey and uh, we, uh, we'll look forward to having him on this show again, hopefully in the near future. Yeah. And we thank the parents for doing their part in a listening, but B, more importantly, subscribing and sharing. So if you haven't, please go ahead and hit that button and continue to share it because we're going to have more school related news, not only in this episode, but as you were saying, in future episodes. Absolutely. But other than that, man, how was your week? It was a little bit wild. And so in Tunica. Like I think everyone knows this a little bit. There's a lot of wildlife down in Tunica, in the Soto County area in general. But we we are seeing a vast array of raccoons, and they are starting to take over parking lots, and they're they're getting roided out on Splenda. Believe it or not, what? <laughs> so you mean so, to tell me these these raccoons are taking coffee sweeteners? and crackers which are probably complimentary with everything over the casino oh yeah and they are wrecking havoc. them they're just wrecking havoc it is absolutely great <laughs> i'm waiting for just like uh so you're waiting on like an arnold schwarzenegger raccoon to come out of a vent or something i mean oh my god that would be my dream but right now like i just have an image of west side story you know every casino lining up they're raccoons, and then it's just a bloodbath to see who wins. Oh my! We're car bloating and okay. souping them up with some PEDs and Splenda. It sounds like you've been on the Splenda a little bit. Like, <laughs> what it sounds like, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, these things are just—it's fun to see because they're so human-like. I don't know if you've ever just like watched oh, raccoons. Have. Yeah, I mean, like it's amazing—you know—to see how they re react, respond. They they carry emotions. Yeah, the whole nine yards, and yeah. they've got zero fear. I mean, th these things are just like. Walking up to some of the employees because we park in the back. So, like, there's just, like, a whole family of raccoons. They're very healthy. You know, I'm going to be positive in their imaging. But they're very healthy raccoons. Healthy? You, yeah. Is that, is that your PC way of saying they're plump? Oh, yeah. 100%. They look like you and me. Like, I mean, and if you have any good raccoon names, feel free to ship them my way because I'm running out of names. and I've got, like, 13 of those bad boys just chilling. Oh, man. I hear you, brother. Well, yeah. It sounds like you've had an interesting week, man. Yeah. And uh, ha having a good time, and there there's surprisingly a lot of betting going on. So thank you for everybody that's keeping us up. Let me tell you this, man. My week uh, has been uh, work, work, and there was a little more work. And then, oh, by the way, I went back to work. We had a nice freshman orientation uh, over at the Hill on what, what Thursday is, night. What does a high school freshman orientation look like? Well, in today's world, you know, students have a little bit higher in anxiety than we did back in the day, and they are curious about things, and parents worry more, and that's it, understandable, and it's, it's, it's part of it. And so they like to be able to come over, introduce themselves, we get to introduce ourselves, and, you know, see the school, see the teachers, see how the place is laid out, and they want to hear about how the school is going to function from A to Z. Nobody really wants to go read a manual or information. They want to hear it from somebody and be able to interact and ask questions, which I'm the same way. I'd much rather have an in-person teacher telling me something that I can interact with than reading something virtually. I'm just putting it out there. No pun on that, by the <laughs> way. Um, so we had, good Lord, over 500 people show up. What? That's right. Students and parents. And we broke them up in three groups. And we go over 
how the school runs, what the expectations are. You know, we're one of the schools in the county, one of the uh, that really enforces a, a strong dress code. You tuck your shirt in, your pants are up, you have a belt loop, you wear a belt. Shoes better be tied, to better match. You say yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Uh, we give respect, you give respect back, that kind of stuff. All that is priority in the building. We believe that you can create a citizen uh, to be as good, not just academically, but as a person in general. So when they walk across that stage at the end of their four-year term, they are the best of you. And that's what every parent wants is somebody who is independent, secure, confident, and can go out into the world looking good doing it. Well, I got out of school just in time because the whole tucking in the shirt, it was a rule when I was in school, but I wasn't the best at following it. And the belt, that was mainly a shoestring going through my <laughs> belt loop. So I still don't wear a belt. Well, but. a lot of our kids, we allow athletic pants, but you can't wear athletic shorts. Um, they uh, they wear athletic pants. It was probably the most common uh, you know, pants attire. I have but, no idea what athletic pants are. Well, just like long Nike pants or long Adidas pants. You know? Okay. So just almost like sweats, right. but just like, a little bit nicer looking. Athletic pants are not sweatpants, though. Remember that. You know, I just, mean, yeah, just that's, like jeggings are not pants, or they'd be called pants. I, this, <laughs> this sounds like a lawyer talking, trying to find loopholes, and I absolutely love it. I support anybody that is able to just fudge the line a little bit. Fudge the line is right. But exactly. I'm very happy that students are participating in this because I cannot think of anything less I would want to do during summer than going to school and learning about what I'm going to be learning right. in school. But the fact that this is here for the community, it's a resource that, that y'all are providing perfectly. Bravo. That is something that is always going to be needed. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a great it's a great thing. I always look forward to it because parents just soak it up like a dry sponge. And the kids are actually kind of excited about mm-hmm. it. You know, it's one thing to get to walk around. Plus, it's the first time you get to see all your friends together. You know what I mean? That's a lot of things. It's the social aspect of it as well. You get to sit with your buddies and get your schedule. You get some things out of it. We can do that outside of school. (laughs) We we have cell phones. You know as well as I do is most social interaction now is, you know, is a FaceTime video or, you know, Twitter or whatever you want to call it. So it is what it is. But uh, Cash, we want to continue the trend. I got more and more emails with the dad jokes. Is people? That's, I guess that's what it's called now. Is Absolutely, dad jokes. Well, I mean, what people can't see here is that we have our New Balance Crocs on while we do these jokes, just to ensure <laughs> that we are in full attire. Oh yeah, double whammy, hundred <laughs> percent, all white. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tinge of green. Let's yeah. be honest; those bad boys are putting in some work. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I got the first one. All right, Cash. What does a woman and a tornado have in common? I'm just not going to answer because I don't see any way that this is going to help me. So I'm just going to let you bury yourself alone here. What? Um, they come in the house screaming and they take the house away when they leave. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is all Zach's laugh. I, I, I have said nothing, done nothing. This was 100% him. Whatever. <laughs> all right, Zach. How much did it cost the pirate to get his ear pierced? Um, I, I think I have an idea, but I'm going to say I don't know. A buccaneer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got you. All right. This was the best. Uh, I think I've received about 30. So this one, I you know, always cut it down. This one, this one right here made me laugh more than anything. All right, Cash. Have you heard about that new movie called Constipation? Uh, does it come with Metamucil? No. You have it because it hasn't dropped yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Hey, thank you to all that send us the emails and the messages. We love these. And like I said, we're going to keep doing them. And the more, as long as people send us the information, I'm happy to put them out there. Nothing wrong with having a good laugh. Start no, the day off yeah. right. Uh, Nothing is better than getting a nice little cheap laugh. Absolutely. Something that's not cheap right now is the housing market. If you're in the market to sell your home or are looking to buy, you see what we are talking about. Houses are extremely expensive right now and they're hard to come by. There is very few on the market and this is the time you want to make sure you have the best realtor team with you to try to find a house or if you're trying to sell, to sell it to the right person. The buyers and sellers out there are being very creative with how they're doing these things. And you want a realtor that's going to be able to handle the ebbs and flows, watch out for potholes, and make sure you hit no roadblocks when it comes to your real estate deal. Well, especially with those for sale by owners, because I'm seeing them pop up all over on Facebook and through different groups. And they're falling through because they're not checking to make sure that the buyer is going to have the money. Now, this is something that a realtor is going to be able to help you avoid. Oh, there's no doubt. Guys, look. 
I tried the for sale by owner and I got very lucky because guess what? I had a realtor friend back then that helped me go through a few things. If I had not, I would have been penalized so badly about how I went about things. It's just not something you want to do if you're not 100% confident in what you're doing. You really want an experienced realtor. There are so many things that can go wrong with a real estate deal. If you don't know how the process works or don't have the right person with you to navigate through that. This is something you don't want to mention. Guys, go check out our friends Brian Couch and Team Couch. Okay, of Birch Realty. They are the best. They've been voted the best in this county. They're nationally ranked. They have over 60 years of experience combined. They're over 25,000 closings. There's a reason they're the number one realtor group in DeSoto County. Don't wait. Go check them out. That is teamcouch.com. So once again, we're going to do our motivational speak a little bit differently. I talked about a book that one of my buddies gave me and, and it just felt right to do something with it. So here's the message and then a little bit that's going to tell you what they're talking about. How disgraceful is the lawyer whose dying breath passes while at court at an advanced age pleading for unknown litigants and still seeking the approval of ignorant spectators? And what they go on to talk about it is we must not get so wrapped up in our work that we think we're immune from the reality of aging and life. Who wants to be the person who can never let go? Is there so little meaning in your life that your only pursuit is work until you're eventually carted off in a coffin? Take pride in your work, but that's not everything. And boy, oh boy, when I hear people being sick, but too scared to ask off of work. And I mean, that's for a multitude of reasons, but it's just, you give so much to a company that is never going to give you anything like that back in return. Yeah, it's rare. It's just it's just the reality of it is, is that, you know, we feel like we have to cling to work like it is a part of who we are. I get that some people live in situations where, uh, you know, if you don't go to work that day, it might mean the difference whether or not you eat. It yeah. might be the difference whether or not you have a home, of, you know, over your head. It might be the difference whether or not your car can go from A to B. It might make a difference in a lot of different things. And I understand that every person's life is unique. Yeah. But there are far too many people who go to work every day and prioritize it over their life. Yep. And that's the part that we need to look at is, is that there is more to life than work itself. Now, are jobs important? Absolutely. Is going to work important? Absolutely. We're not saying you need to quit your job and go live free life, you know, not, that kind of stuff. That's not it. But what you're given PTO. Use that PTO. Don't leave things like that on the table. It's okay to call in sick if you're actually sick because these companies, like, there's rules in place. They try to make it feel like you can't use it but you can, and there is no penalty for it. Right. And like I said, guys, you might work at a place where you feel like that endangers you, or you have been told directly to your face that, hey, you know what? If you call in sick, then we're, you're fired. You know, is that the place you want to work? Is that the place you want to be? You know, like I said, I'm, we're not here to judge. We just want you to understand the point of our motivation this week is, is that take care of yourself, focus on yourself, do a great job at your job and your work and so on. But if you do those things, you will understand how this will make your life happier. It can reduce stress. You'll be better to the people around you. And you'll have more high quality when it comes to the duration of your life. And find hobbies that are going to expand yourself and your life. Like We both have things outside of work that we found to enjoy. Like This is a hobby that isn't work to us. I have other things. You have art that you have been able to get outside of work. So you'll be able to retire, not because of financially, but because you will be able to live outside of work. Absolutely. And guys. that's the most important thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have a thousand hobbies in my life. I believe in learning as much as I can and broadening my horizons as a way of life. Yeah. And so I encourage all to do it and getting to learn something new, even if it's not something you're comfortable with or not sure of, go for it. I don't know how many times I walk, I watch a YouTube video and I see something that's cool or maybe try to learn how to do something. I was like, let's go for it. I might fail miserably yeah, or I might be successful. Either way it goes, I learned something from about myself and I feel like I've made my life more fulfilled from it. And a lot of times that failure that you experience doing something is more gratifying than anything else you're going to succeed at. There's no doubt. Now, guys, I'll tell you this. If you're worried about your job as a place that might punish you because you actually take off because you're sick or you're actually not being appreciated for what work you're being done and you're miserable going to it, then maybe you should check out our friends at Michael Hatcher and Associates. Guys, this place is amazing. They are looking for several positions. 
great insurance, retirement. They also have stock options after you work for a short period of time. And their pay rate is fantastic, even for people with zero experience. This is where you want to work. It is not just a die outside in the heat. You're useless. You know, pull a rake around, do yard work. No, no, no. This is a landscape design company as well. They do a lot of stuff that's artistic, a lot of computer work, different things, sales. It is not grunt work by any means, but it has work for every person of every type of characteristic. This is where you want to check out. So if you want to change, you want to see what they have to offer, then go check them out. They have an awesome girl named Gabby. She is their talent acquisition manager, and you can reach her at 662-755-3207. Or you can check out HatcherLandscape.com and see all the things they offer. Trust me, you will not regret checking them out. Before we get into news, have you checked out any of the highway signs on 55 or 69, you know, the digital ones? Oh, the ones that always have some kind of pun or funny message to them? Yes, that is exactly what I'm talking about. I was driving down here and I saw one pop up and it was 100 is the temperature, not the speed limit. But like, can we switch those up? Because I would love some 70s in the temperature department and to be able to go 100, it, it feels nice. I'm not saying I've ever done it or anything, but there's something different about seeing that on the speedometer. Oh, there's no doubt. Now, look, when uh, me and my family went out west, we went through some areas that had speed limits of 80 L- and little, 85. A little bit of Tejas is what you're talking about. Man, 80 and 85 speed limits. Well, and Montana actually doesn't have any speed limits, fun fact. But you do have to watch out for cows. <laughs> no, no, no speed limit, but there might be a cow and try breaking at 120 with a cow just there in the middle of the road. Yeah, no, that's that's not going to work out well for anyone. That's what we like to call a lose-lose. Yes, I've actually yeah. seen a car hit a cow and no one survived. Yeah, lose-lose. Yeah, but so shout out to whoever is operating the virtual sign today because that was a little bit of a funny one and I wanted to let everyone know about it. No, it's good. So let's speed right through this, and we're going to come back to the Mid-South Fair. Everyone, this is going to kick off on September the 23rd, and they are coming back bigger and better than ever. There's going to be at least 10 new rides, and like we have been talking about, food galore. That is what you will see me and Zach going there for. Well, and I'm sure your kids are going to want to enjoy a little bit of the carnival stuff. I might bring them along. <laughs> You'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're on your second lemonade. We know I'm getting five. Let's pump the brakes there. Yeah, really. I only brought a hundred and eighty of us for my lunch. <laughs> yes, but and the reason why we just want to talk about it is because it's going to be a fun event that everyone. Like, I've been to a couple of carnivals lately. They're not necessarily doing the best, so I'm hoping these new rides give us a little bit of extra oomph. Well, I just hope the county really comes out for it because you know the fair used to be so big around here, especially when it was at Memphis. I mean, we were talking about hundreds of thousands of people, you know, over so many days. And it was so fantastic. And over the years, it's just gotten weaker and weaker and less appealing. I'm really hoping that what they're, they're really trying to rejuvenate this. And so that the Soda County version there in South Haven is really going to kind of bring up its A game. And people realize this is a great place to be, a great thing for kids. And, uh, you know, I hope it brings back more commerce to the area. I couldn't agree with you more. Guys, the next thing we want to talk about is an update on AeroSafe Global. They are coming to Olive Branch. They're going to be located there on the I-22 Logistics Parks off of Craft Road. And they're going to start hiring over 100 positions in August for all of us in Olive Branch. This is great news. Bravo. And thank you to them for actually sticking with their commitment because they have built that $2.5 million facility. And now they are actually hiring like they said they were going to. We've seen a lot of companies come in here and not keep their promises. So bravo to them. Absolutely. Another fantastic thing that happened in the city of Olive Branch was TCC and Wireless Zone went ahead and gave out hundreds of backpacks filled with school supplies to families that needed them. You had to bring up each kid, but it was one backpack per child there. And they did this on Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. And this is just something that's cool and is always needed in this area. Well, shout out to these companies to help take care of our local kids. I mean, there are some people who really struggle. I'll give you a great example, Cash. I bought my school supplies for both of my children. I bought, you know, we buy a new backpack. We buy a new mm-hmm. lunchbox because my kids, like everything, they destroy them before their year's over. It's just it's just part of it. They don't make them like they used to. Well, no, and part of it is these books are so heavy that I was a kid that put all of my books in my backpack and didn't use a locker. So you can imagine the strain that that backpack was going through. Oh, there, there's no doubt. So um, we buy all that stuff new. And then, of course, every, every student gets a supply list that they're asked to bring and everything mm-hmm. else. So you need to understand something. Not every student. Can't afford that. Can't afford that. Not every student brings supplies. There are a lot of students in our, sadly, in our Olive Branch community, they bring nothing. 
And, and, it's, and it's just reality. And no shame on that kid or There's that no family shame or anything. Whatsoever. Every person's life is unique, mm-hmm. you know? And so uh, I'm blessed to be able to, to, you know, go ahead and I'm buy my children their supplies like that. And I usually buy extra because a lot of these items sometimes go into a pool that you can help other kids. And that's what I want to do. I want to try to help donate to help other people. But I'll tell you this. When I got the bill for backpacks, lunchboxes, <laughs> all the school supplies, everything like that, we're talking in the three hundred dollar range. Yeah, it's not a cheap thing, you know. And, and it's only going to get worse as they get older, like that. But you know, am I spoiling them? No, I just choose. That's what I want to do for my family. That's what I want to do for my kids, and that's okay. Everybody can do something unique and different. The biggest thing here is you want your kids to have a good school to be a part of, which we have the best around here. And it's awesome that we have a local company stepping up to helping those kids who want to have something new. Who want to be able to say, hey, I've got this, I've got my supplies, this, that, or so on. And there is no shame. There is no nothing. I think it's fantastic. Bravo to these two companies. Absolutely. I couldn't thank them enough. But somebody else who does a lot for their local community, DeSoto Cleaning. Oh, there's no doubt. Brian is freaking awesome. I just talked to two of his customers the other day. They have come up talking about how he revolutionized their house, cleaned their tile floors, and redid some carpet stuff. Totally worth it. You know, he was on time. He's punctual. He takes care of business. Easy to talk to. Very friendly. Prices were reasonable. Done very quickly. Couldn't be happier customers. That's why his positive ratings keep growing up through the roof. Guys, if you really need your carpets done or you have hardwood, tile, or you know, you know people that your grout used to be white, used to be gray. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You everybody right now is looking at their car going, Man, think about my shower right now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't touch that over there with my finger. <laughs> anyway, you get what I'm saying. He can come in with his equipment. Knock it out in less than a day, maybe sometimes less than an hour. Who knows how extensive you got it, and it'll make it look like it's almost brand new. I'm telling you, this is the place to go check out. Go to their Facebook page right now. It's DeSoto Cleaning, and trust me, you won't regret it. It's almost football season, so we know a lot of you are going to want to throw these parties. Don't be embarrassed about throwing them when he can come and do all that cleaning for you. That's right, guys. Also, if you mention OB Pod to him, he will give you 15% off your quote or your bill if you decide to hire. Don't miss out on this. And as you know, we went out to the DeSoto Grace event at the OB Soccer Fields. It was a blast. I got to taste all of the wings. And in my heart, and apparently almost in the judges' hearts, our friend's mother cluckers should have one, or at least could have one, had they decided to actually do a little bit of presentation with yeah, their wings. Yeah, what do you call it? I was talking to my buddy Aaron, and they had two tents set up, did great. They had a little kiddie pool out there oh, for kids to get yeah, when you got really hot, and it was hot. None of them needed to be in that pool, and none of them needed to be wet. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm not here to shame anybody or anything. I am, Aaron. <laughs> it's a good thing you stayed out of the pool. Anyway, well, they were covered in sauce and sweat and beer and everything. But anyway, long story short... Is, is that they did a great job. I mean, like, let me tell you the step they did on their wings, okay? First, they season it a certain way. Then they cook it in a pellet cooker, a smoker, yep. I guess, for an hour or so. Pulled it out, re-rubbed different sauce, put it into the grill, cooked it that way, pulled it back out, did another process, put it back in the pellet smoker. And then they brought it out for presentation for people to try. And all that. What let me a process you, It was wings. delicious. Like, I had a few of them, and I got to try everybody's wings. It, it was hands down them, in my opinion. And right. I am slightly biased, so I will. Slightly biased. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, is that, you know, they turned their box in. It had no garnishments, no nothing in it. <laughs> and the, you know, the judge was like, you know, hey, you're supposed to have this. And he's like, oh, you know, it's that classic, oh, yeah. you know? Homer, no. Oh. <laughs> you know? And uh, so I think it hurt a little bit. But, hey, I think they were a crowd favorite. I talked to several people who went. I got to go over there. I got to try about four stations of wings. I got there a little bit later than you did, and uh, they were just a dynamite. Had a kind of a little heat kick on the backside, which I don't mind. I like that. Uh, so you always had a lasting taste with yes. theirs. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but congratulations to all the people who competed. It was a great event. I wish it wasn't 100,000 degrees, but it, it was, was so hot. Oh I mean, God. you can kind of assume it's going to be hot, and they had the park driving around, water, helping people, making sure they're okay, but... It was a blistering day, no. and I wasn't planning on showering before I went to work. I had to leave 15 minutes early to go home, make sure I had time to shower, oh, change. And I mean, I felt I, I felt like Sarah Connor off T2 walking <laughs> by the fence when the sun hits you. You're like, <laughs> flames and everything no, else. A hundred percent. And uh, shout out to Cooking with Cornbread, who was the winner. They knew their garnishments, and they did have some delicious wings. And he was even doing some... Deer roll-ups. I don't know if you got there when he still had nah, a few. they're gone. Uh, well, I, I put away a <laughs> you, few. You're so, the culprit, huh? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say I was the reason that there weren't any left for you, but I was a major culprit in it. There you go. 
Right, well, congr- again, congratulations, everybody. Congratulations to the event. I think it was a success in the long run. Yes, hopefully we can find a cooler time to do it next year or figure something else out with the heat. But I hope that this becomes a huge annual event. No doubt. Something else we consider a success around here, especially in our community, is Rodman Properties. Guys, if you own a house that's in disarray, has damage, maybe it's just trashy. You know, you just, whatever, it's been, you let it go to par, whatever it is. Maybe you received a house from a divorce or a loss of a loved one, whatever it may be. And it's not something you want to fool with, don't have the time. Construction costs and rehab costs are just too expensive, whatever it may be. And you want to sell it fast. And you don't really want to have to deal with going through the long process of closing with a realtor or a group, or you're concerned about having to navigate those things. And it's just not that you don't have the time. Maybe you need to leave town quicker than later. Uh, maybe you need to check these guys out. This is iBuyDeSoto.com. Spence and Abby Robin run this company. And what they do is they go around and they'll buy these homes that are in bad shape or have a special circumstance. And what they do is they rehab them themselves. They turn them into something better than they were. They build the community up by improving the home. Uh, and as well as they turn around and they either sell them or turn them into rental properties that are ran by a local company, not a national organization that runs things into the ground and diminishes property values in the area. This is a great company to go work with. This is not one you have to be worried about. This is the place to work. So I encourage you, go check out iBuyDeSoto.com. You will not regret it. It's always fun to see DeSoto County ranked at the top in Mississippi, and we have done it again. We came in second, done by a recent survey by Smart Assess. Now, you might be wondering, what did we come in second in? Well, it is a retirement county in the state of Mississippi. We came in second with a cost of living of $20,360 with an average Social Security income of $21,221. We came in second only to Webster County, whose cost of living is $18,126. So it's funny enough, DeSoto County was a retirement county, and we can still be that even with how much we are growing. Yeah, that's that's unique. Uh, it's not something you would normally expect considering how much new youthful growth we've had in this county, but hey, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we're finding a way to coexist with a younger generation and still the people aging out. And that is a very difficult thing to pull off. I agree. You know, and something I read a study one time, and they say it typically happens when it comes to how good your medical care is in the area. So mm-hmm. I can say that's a compliment to our medical care into the area. Well, not only the medical care, but just the culture that we have as Mississippians and not leaving anybody behind. Because there's a lot of cultures to where the older you get, the less useful you become. But no, we still cherish everyone that is in our lives and want to ensure that they're as healthy as possible. Absolutely. You know what something else I cherish, Cash? And that is a nice cold brew over there at the Backwater Brewery. You're speaking my language right now. Yes, man. What do you call it? I hit that joker up. You know, I got to be honest with you. When I left the teacher orientation the other day, I ran by there and I said, hey, guys, what y'all up to like that? I got I went and tried that cider you talked about. The you coffee know, the, cider? No, I tried the Amazed, man. I wanted to get the... Oh, you got the lager, the nice wanted, little Mexican brew. Well, hey. you bragged about it last week and I hadn't tried it yet. Well, I mean, so, it is amazing. So It is amazing. So, uh, man, you know, of course, Twinkie hooked me up and you're right, man. It right. is just... Are you switching to a little bit of the Fiesta side with me? Ah, Well, you know, I can't grow my hair out. I was about to say your mustache is looking a little bit different right now. Uh, (laughs) Go away. I'm absolutely digging it. You know, it it was just nice. It's just such a great laid back place, man. You know, just to be able to come in there and you feel like you're just a local Joe with everybody. Mm -hmm. There is no contentiousness. There's no, you know, it's it's no hierarchy. You know what I'm saying? Like you walk in, everybody's just average. Everybody's good. You get to have a great beer or a great cider. It's It's a cheers with a better pour. Because I don't know if you've gone back and watched cheers, but some of those pours are atrocious. And (laughs) Twinkie's going to make sure that you get exactly what you're paying for. And you couldn't get it at a better price. No, that's the thing. I mean, like. It's, I always like supporting local, and it's one thing to be able to you know get a beer. It's another to get to talk about how it was made mm-hmm. and appreciate the craftsmanship in something. So if you're one of those people who really enjoys that kind of stuff, or you just want to try something unique, you know, not just go and get your gosh natty light milk globe. I mean, come on, people. Yeah, get out. Of broaden here. your horizons a little bit. Go over to Backwater Brewery. It's right there next to Side Street Burgers, right there on 178 in Old Town. This is about to become the hot right. spot of all of all branch. This is the place to go. It's a great lounge. You got great. Uh, they got different kinds of ciders and beers every week. I'm mean, seriously go and check in, them out. And if you want to enjoy a little fancy football talk with those drafts popping up, Twinkie is going to be your man, and he will be able to talk your ear off 
while you're enjoying that brew that you oh so rightfully deserve. Yes. Guys, if you want to see more about them, go to their Facebook and Instagram page at, at backwater.ms. Guys, our last bit of news is going to be Honor the Troops Classic Golf Tournament is back. Like we mentioned last week, this is a great event, guys. It puts a lot of money out there to help support the Walter Reed Society and, of course, the Medical Center for our veterans. They are going to be having this golf tournament in September, and it is going to benefit us locally but also nationally. And what we want to do is we're looking for sponsors and people to donate so that any veteran or first responder that wants to participate in the golf tournament can do so for free as well as get a little prize pack and to show our appreciation here in DeSoto County. So far, they've raised over over $125,000 for veterans, and we want to continue that. Not only that, because of the efforts they've had for the last six or seven years, we have been named a Purple Heart City, as well as the Olive Branch Country Club has been named a Purple Heart Golf Course. This is the only one in the state of Mississippi, and so this is a huge honor we want to continue to build on. That's going to wrap us up for news, and we still have some fantastic things to talk about during this show. We are still a little bit school-centric as we're going to have Brad Meadows, the Lewisburg Middle School principal, on to talk about the new middle school and what you can expect for the week coming up. We also have our Fact of the Week and some concerts, a little bit of movie news, and some Grizzlies talk about the NBA draft, which I am personally excited about. I'm happy one of us is. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I hope you stick around for the show. uh, it's, It's really good stuff. Do you think you're paying too much for insurance or you're tired of not actually getting an agent when you call? I think it might be time to switch to the home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Josh McIntyre is our local agent and supports our schools, our local businesses, community, and even takes care of all our insurance needs. That's home, life, and auto. Give him a call today at 662-893-5250 or visit him at his office at 6901 Cockrum Road, which is Highway 305. Are you tired of an unimpressive lawn or need some help from a local professional to get your yard the way you want it? Look no further than Master Lawn for your weed control and fertilizing needs. Master Lawn has been serving the Olive Branch community and surrounding areas for over 25 years and is ready to add you to their long list of satisfied customers. Contact them today for a free quote through their website, www.masterlawninc.com or call 901-250-0873. Hi, guys and gals. Got a special guest. I have got Mr. Brad Meadows. That is the principal of the new Lewisburg Middle School. I call it new because they have quite a fancy new building down there on 305, just south of the new I-69. Brad, how are we doing today, brother? Man, I am doing great, Zach. Thanks for having me on. Man, I I really appreciate you getting on, to be honest with you. Uh, When I got to hear about the new uh, school and all the stuff they're doing down there for Lewisburg, you know, last week we had Corey Usselton on, and all he did was brag about how Lewisburg is doing great. The expansion and the growth, you know, it's, it's really prosperous for the area. Uh, the kids are doing fantastic, and I, I think you're a big part of that. So that to me, I took that as a compliment to the administration there at that school, the teachers there, as well as the rest of Lewisburg School. So uh, we really appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you, man. Thank you. So, Brad, we want to get you on. I know you're excited about your new school and everything, but I want to ask you a few questions about it and then give the, uh, an opportunity to our listeners, especially those Lewisburg parents, They'll be going to you uh, to get some key information about the school and maybe help them out to get them ready for uh, day one. So, of course, the question everybody has on their mind is, is is the school ready? Man, that's the question I get asked a hundred times a day. But the the school will definitely be ready. We'll be ready to welcome all of our students on Thursday. You know, I know everyone has been working extremely hard making sure that, you know, that we're good to go for the first day of school. But it's definitely going to happen. And, you know, I, I can't be more pleased of the team effort, you know, uh, from our plant maintenance department at Central Services to our cleaning crew, um, the office staff at LMS, and, you know, especially our assistant principals, uh, Cheryl Smith and Shane Wigley. They've all, you know, just come together and done everything that needed to be done to make sure that we are good to go and, and we are prepared for our students on Thursday. And like you said, it, it's it's an awesome building. We have some uh, great artwork and murals in the building. It's just awesome all the way around, and I can't wait for everyone to see it. And, and you know, I, I don't know if you know, but we actually will have our ribbon cut ceremony on August 3rd at 2 o'clock. Man, that is awesome. That is great to hear. I know people will be excited. You know, everything's shiny and new. That just feels like it's just going to be that much better. So I guess let's get to uh, the nuts and bolts of the building itself. So what will be the start time and the dismissal time for the new building? 
Well, it's going to be very similar to how it's been in years past, but our doors will open each morning at 6.50. Uh, the school days will start uh, each day at 7.20, and then our dismissal time will be at 2.50. 2.50, huh? Man, you know, that is killer because you know that our school over at Center Hill High School, we open the doors at 7.50, like an entire hour later than you are. That is wow. just mind-baffling. Could you imagine getting off work at 4.15 versus the time no. you are now? No, I definitely like getting off at 2.50, so I will definitely start earlier every day to get off earlier. <laughs> I understand that. All right, Brad, since we're going to get into school kind of early, that might be able to reduce a little traffic. But considering we're talking about traffic, let's talk about how the school is going to handle traffic, how the kids going to get in and out, how's the drop-off, buses. Can you give the parents some information on how the school is going to handle that part of it? Sure. You know, the traffic map is always a fun puzzle to try to figure out. But, you know, we sent out a traffic map to all of our parents last week, and we'll send out another copy of it on Wednesday evening. Um, Our parents can also find a copy on our website, on our social media accounts, our Facebook and Twitter page. We try to get it out there as much as possible to make sure all the parents knew how our traffic flow map would work. You know, we tried to simplify it as much as possible. So in the morning and afternoon, all the traffic will be the same. How we're going to do it is all cars and buses will enter the north entrance of the school. There's going to be two lanes of traffic as you enter and exit the school. Cars will make their way all the way around the back of the school, and they will stop at A-Hall. And that's where we'll have, you know, several staff members on duty, making sure all of our students stay safe as they unload their vehicle, but also just letting parents know where to stop and where to unload their kids. Like I said earlier, our doors open at 650. So at 650, we'll begin letting students in and we're hoping to unload about 20 cars at a time. So after you unload your child, they will be directed by staff members where to go. And then also our parents will be instructed on when they can exit. And again, all of our traffic will exit out of the south. Obviously, we want our car rider line to be as efficient as possible, but the most important thing is keeping our students safe. And and just like the start of every school year, especially with the new location we're at, We just ask for patience as we try to work out some of the kinks uh, in our traffic flow. Again, we're going to try to make it the most efficient and the most safe loading and unloading of cars and buses. And, And while we're talking about that, Zach, if I can throw in there, if you have a student, if you have students at other Lewisburg schools, so if you have a student at the primary or the elementary, the intermediate or the high school, you will need to make sure you drop off your middle school student first and then proceed to the other schools. So I did just want to throw that in there. And also something else I want to make sure parents knew that buses, obviously they're going to be entering and exiting the same as cars, but the buses will load and unload at the front of the school. And something else I think is important for parents to know is that our buses will only be transporting our middle schoolers. So I know a lot of times we have buses that have high schoolers or other age kids, but our buses at Lewisburg Middle School will be designated just for our middle school students. Brad, it's good to hear that. I've heard some schools try different methods of a morning routine versus a different afternoon routine and it not really go very well. Uh, And so hearing that you're going to be consistent morning and afternoon, same direction, same kind of flow, I think that's going to work out well. Um, You know, at least I have fingers crossed for you. Uh, you know, you, every principal wants to make sure you can get in and out safely, quickly, and not have parents that are upset because they had to wait 30 minutes, you know. So I've been there, done that. Absolutely. So once we get inside the building, let me ask a question here. Now, so this brand new building, uh, a lot of new stuff, a lot of cool things. But like anything, there's always change. First thing I think about when I think about a uh, building is, is that will the school be using lockers or will there be a different plan? How does that work for Lewisburg Middle well, that, that's definitely another hot topic is, you know, last year we went away from using our lockers at the old school and we will not have lockers at the new middle school. You know, most of our classes, you either have a classroom set of textbooks or, you know, you have the option of taking a book home and keeping it at home. But I think of something else that's great for our students is the one-to-one initiative that we have and how every student will have the option or have the availability of having a laptop. So there's really no need to carry around the textbook like we used to do for every subject. So, you know, students should only have a couple of binders and their device uh, that they carry around with them during the day. You know, I know some students may have athletic bags or band instruments, you know, that they need to bring back and forth each day. And we always allow them to store them either in the locker rooms or the band hall. So, you know, that takes care of that issue. And I know sometimes backpacks can get heavy 
because I have a middle schooler of my own, but our teachers try their best to minimize, you know, what needs to be brought back and forth each day to their class. So, you know, so I think not having lockers is going to work out fine. Uh, I also personally like not having lockers because just during class change, man, it, it opens up the hallways and helps out with that congestion during class change. All right, Brad. So the next thing I want to talk about is, uh, of course, open house. Uh, you got some dates and times. I know these are really big for parents. I'm one of those type of parents who really enjoys getting to view the building, especially considering it's going to be new for you guys, but also getting to meet your teacher, seeing the layout, you know, being and getting some explanations on things and basically just being able to shake a hand and introduce yourself. So what are we looking at for those? Yeah, and I agree with you. You know, as a parent myself, I definitely like to, you know, meet the teachers that are going to have my child in class. So uh, we separated out. What we like to try to do is we have our sixth grade meet the teacher, and that will be on Tuesday, August 3rd, and that'll be from four to six. That's a come and go event. And, you know, we like to try to get our sixth graders in the building before school starts because I know sixth graders, they're probably a little anxious, a little nervous, a little stressed along with their parents about them going to big bad middle school. But um, this is the time we, we, we provide for our sixth graders to come in to see their building, to see where their classes are going to be, to meet their teachers. And, you know, this is also a time that they are able to bring in their supplies if they would like. And then we have a seventh and eighth grade open house and we actually have changed the date, but it will be on August 24th from four to six. This will also be a come and go event. We like to do the come and go events because, you know, and have a, you know, two or three hour window. That way parents can come and go as they please. So those are the dates for the sixth grade meet the teacher and the seventh grade and eighth grade open house. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure we put that in our show notes along with the uh, map for uh, traffic that you mentioned earlier. I think we'll add that all to OB Pod's notes as well as our social media to try to help you out on that. Next thing we want to talk about is, is that, of course, you know, like any middle schooler, they want to know what classes they got, what hallway they're going to be on, if they're going to be next to some friends, that kind of stuff. And so that means schedules. What does this mean for our middle schoolers when it comes to schedules? Sure. So schedules, how, how we started doing it a couple of years ago is we had our teachers screenshot a picture of the schedules that way parents don't have to worry about coming up trying to get their schedules you know schedules change all the way up until the very first day of school as you know but how we do it is so each sixth grader will get a text through school status on august 2nd they'll have a picture of their schedule on it and letting them know who their teachers are and where they need to go for meet the teacher night but also so they will know where to go on the first day of school now our seventh and eighth graders will also receive a text through school status, they will get that on August 3rd. And of course, letting them know where to go on the first day of school. And, and like I said, you know, schedules are definitely subject to, subject to change. If we have to move classes, shift numbers around, things like that. So all students, sixth, seventh and eighth grade will receive a final copy of their schedule on the first day of school. Gotcha. Now, if, uh, if your school is anything like mine, parents have concerns, students have concerns, and maybe they don't agree or don't like or want to make a change. Is there an avenue or window that is best for Lewisburg Middle School to try to raise those concerns or to communicate with someone? Sure. As always, you know, if any parents has concerns, it can uh, they can let administration know, uh, let our counselors know. But how we do it is on the first day of school, we have their first period teachers. If there's any concerns about their schedule, if there's any problems or issues with their schedule, we, we try to take care of that first thing. So uh, our teachers will instruct them on how to handle that. And uh, it, that all that will go through our counseling office. Awesome. Well, I think you've hit a lot of nails on the head here. Um, I think uh, what I want to ask is, is there anything else that you maybe want to tell the parents before we go, you know, kind of sign off? I know there's, you could probably talk for an hour, but I'm sure there's a few things that you want those parents to be excited about or know leading into the school year. Sure. No, I, I always try to tell our parents as often as possible is, listen, I just want them to know that we're going to assure that their child will be well taken care of. We're all going to collectively do everything we can to make sure that each and every one of our students has a well-rounded middle school experience. But uh, something else that I want our parents and students to know is our big focus at Lewisburg Middle School is work ethic. You know, we try to change our students' mindset from, you know, focus on ability to a focus on effort. Because, Zach, like you know, every student, every person is on a different ability level. But we want our students to focus on their effort. So our big word at Lewisburg Middle School is grit. 
And, you know, we just explained to students that grit is persevering and giving continuous effort in the face of setbacks or obstacles to achieve success. So that's the main thing we want our students to know is give us your best effort to have in the show grit and all that they do. And, you know, we're going to make sure we get them to where they need to be. And, you know, they will not only be successful at Lewisburg Middle School, but in high school and beyond. And I guess one of the last things I want to let parents know is that I think one of the biggest things that contributes to our success at Lewisburg Middle School is our parental involvement. If I could give any advice to parents is I would encourage all parents to stay involved. Like I said, I have a seventh grade daughter myself, so I definitely am seeing it now. But the middle school, the times when your child's in sixth, seventh, or eighth grade, I feel like is hands down one of the most crucial, one of the most influential, and in a difficult time in your child's life. And that's why I love middle school age so much. But, you know, our middle schoolers are continuing to grow physically, mentally during this time. And they're going to be forced to deal with things that they've never had to deal with before. This is the first time in their lives that they're trying to figure out all of this stuff. And that's why I just think it's so important for all of us to stay involved and to be knowledgeable about what our students are facing. And again, having a, a seventh grade daughter of my own, this hits me often, but the window of influence that we have in the lives of our students is closing fast. You know, the, the, middle, the middle school years fly by and, And that's why I think it's just so important for our parents and teachers to be intentional and to stay involved in in the short time that we have with our students. Brad, I think you spoke volumes right there. As a guy who used to work at a middle school, as an administrator at a middle school, football coach, uh, you are definitely on point. I think that is by far one of the most pivotal times of their lives, especially that's where students are figuring out who they are. And you want to make sure you're a part of that equation, uh, not against it. So I think the school is under an amazing direction and amazing leadership. Uh, surrounded by amazing teachers, and those kids have a bright future ahead of them with everything that you're doing as well as the rest of everybody at the school. So we really appreciate that from OB Pod. We appreciate the parents and the community there. Um, everyone there, including yourself, uh, are making our community better, stronger, smarter, and a brighter future for the next generation and so on. So, again, we really appreciate your time. Well, Zach, I appreciate that, and I appreciate the compliment. And, and I, I can't get off here without – you know, bragging on our entire faculty and staff. And it's definitely not a one person show. It's a team effort. Uh, Our faculty and staff do an amazing job and they love and care for our students and they want to see every one of their students succeed. So it's definitely a team effort. Absolutely. Again, Brad, thank you so much. We wish you a great year uh, there at Lewisburg Middle and several years after that. And uh, hope to get you on again soon to talk about more good news from your students and staff and uh, always look forward to it. Man, Zach, thanks again for having me on and, and I appreciate it. Absolutely. Is planning your summer getaway becoming too much of a hassle? Then reach out to Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher of Magical Destinations. Whether it's a trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, or a tropical getaway, these ladies can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destination is locally owned in Hernando, so give them a call today at 662-469-6304 or you can find them on Facebook or Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. With summer here, are you looking to start renovating? Well, North Mississippi Dumpster is the local business you want to contact. All you have to do is head over to DeSotoDumpsters.com. You'll be able to find all of your pricing and sizing needs. They're open seven days a week and have fantastic prices. They carry 13 and 20 yard roll-off dumpsters that are in great conditions so you don't have an eyesore sitting in your yard or on your job site. They service DeSoto, Tate, Marshall, and Tunica counties. So visit them at DeSotoDumpsters.com or give them a call at 901-299-0916. All right, guys, it's time for that fact of the week, and it is brought to you by Rob Long of the DeSoto County Museum, which is located in Hernando on Commerce Street from the Area 51 Ice Cream Shop. They're open on Tuesday through Saturday and have numerous exhibits for your viewing and learning pleasure. Don't miss out on this. It is a great place to visit in Hernando. Our fact of the week this week is, in 1928, T.H. Norvell, a merchant and banker, opened a cheese manufacturing plant on the north side of Pleasant Hill Road, which is now Goodman Road, just west of the intersection at Cockrum Road, where the Bancorp South is presently located. By the early 30s, the cheese plant was purchasing milk from over 500 local dairymen and farmers, and they were producing over 4,000 pounds of cheese daily, mainly for the Memphis market. 
Being able to sell milk to the cheese plant would prove to be the godsend of many people, especially farm families that were struggling to make it through the Great Depression of the 1930s. And many old-timers would unbashedly tell you that they would have not made it if it was not for that cheese plant. The plant later sold to Kraft Foods, which would operate it for over 25 years before closing it in the 1950s. Wow. Yeah, crazy, man. To, to, to think that there was a cheese plant right there wherever the Bancorp South is. <laughs> Bancorp South has had such a weird, strange history here in Olive Branch, but I'm glad that they're still here. Yeah. And uh, shame on you, Kraft, for taking our cheese factory away. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Kraft has given us Aldi's, so I'm A-OK with anything that oh, they okay. do. Oh, OK. Well, there you go. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that fact of the week. And again, please go check out the museum. Rob Long is absolutely fantastic, and they have some really good exhibits. Not really a movie review, but I felt a little bit obligated to talk about it since you had a fantastic review about Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson is actually suing the mouse, a.k.a. Disney, for how they released her movie. It was actually supposed to be, in her contract, strictly just a theatrical release. Now, her movie was supposed to come out two years ago, correct? Before the pandemic. Yeah, before the pandemic, and I think even before The Last Avengers, which is why it's kind of split in between them, and it actually made sense. Right. And now it's completely way later, so it kind of tanked her a little bit right there. But the Disney release, where you could pay $30 on Disney+, Plus, which, don't get me started on that, they came out as a combo, so she is suing them. That is a breach of contract, and who really knows where this could go? I mean, I, we were talking a little bit before show, something similar with this, right? Yeah, like, um, what do you call it? One of my favorite shows, or former favorite shows, <laughs> was The Walking Dead that was on AMC, and one of my favorite directors of all time is Frank Darabont. Now, he started that series, uh, did a fantastic job. Season one is still the best, in my opinion, uh, even though it was only six episodes, but they fired him halfway through the second season because of money issues and direction of the show. And when they continued the show without him, a part of his contract was is that he was received royalties because he was a co-creator, mm-hmm. co-designer, all that kind of stuff. Well, they cut him out completely. They said they fired him. They, they just needed him. Well, he sued. Well, 10 years later, Golly. it settled outside of court because AMC was about to have to pay out the nose. And he, he pocketed over $100 million. And I'm sure AMC probably paid those lawyer fees as well. Bottom line is, when there's that many digits in the settlement, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> just one extra. All right, yeah. whatever. It'll be interesting because AMC, I'm sure, has some powerful lawyers, but Disney has all of the lawyers. Oh, so yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure who she could hire to prolong this anymore or be able to speed it up, is, which is what I'm sure she's going to want to do. Well, the deal is, is that Disney is so large. I mean, like, what, what, what amount could she ask for that they couldn't just go, okay, let me get, let me check my cup holder and yeah. I'll get your money. You know but what I mean? mean, she could have already done that and I'm sure that she has and Disney's like, no, no, we rule. Yeah. And she's already <laughs> out of the universe because her character died in this movie was the passing of the spoiler torch. alert. If you haven't seen <laughs> the Avengers at this point, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure babies you. in the womb have already seen the oh, new Avengers. My but so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah. And uh, we'll try to follow it and keep you up to date. Yeah, there you go. Now, Cash, I know we got a lot of uh, good concerts coming up. Why don't you give us a list of what's coming up soon for everybody who's enjoying live music? Because our friends down at UTW had a very successful uh, Friday night. And that was the Mississippi Music or you know, the sessions they do. It is such a cool thing to go down. It, Outside of the blistering heat that this one had, but you got that nice little fountain spraying you. And then they even had Bosco's giving you a little bit of happy hour beforehand. Yes. yes. When I can tell, uh, it was a great turnout, great event. Happy for those guys. And they're going to have another one soon. And when we get those dates and times, we'll let you know. Absolutely. I am looking forward to it and I cannot wait to see what they have in store for us. But speaking of concerts, there's going to be a 90s block party, which is involving, believe it or not, Tone Loke, Mr. Wild Thing himself, and of course, you want to take a guess? I can't. I can't. Vanilla Ice down in the Corinth (laughs) Amphitheater and is going to take place this upcoming Friday, August the 7th. Or no, I believe that's a Saturday. Well, they're going to need some ice, ice, baby, because it's going to be hot. Oh, it is going to be extremely hot. And that is because we have Vanilla Ice on stage. (laughs) What is he going to perform? I have no idea. But... They want you to dress up in complete 90s gear, the overalls, the sideways hats, and it is going to be a true block party of really fun time if that is something that you are into. Go for it. 
And then we've got the casinos, which are slowly bringing people back. Sarah Evans is going to be at the Gold Strike on September the 3rd. Gary Allen is going to be heading down to the Horseshoe on September the 24th. Also taking place September the 24th, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, one of my personal favorites, is going to be at Graceland. And then, of course, we've got Sam Hunt at the Mid-South Fair on September the 24th. That's a big concert day, apparently. Well, there you go. I mean, you've got a lot of options on the 24th, but that's a, that's a lot of good options for anybody in North Mississippi, so that's great. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to see music starting to come back, and even restaurants are getting live bands back again. So this is a good time for all of us right now. I agree. I agree. Well, Cash, let's move over to sports. So the first thing we got to talk about is we got a lot of comments last week about our little SEC conversation and our what we thought this would happen and how that would happen. We even got a few comments from a said realtor, that is a <laughs> friend of the show, that was pretty funny. I thought he made a pretty good dig at you. But anyway, uh, it is I take final. your dig and I strike back with... Let me check how many people said no. Zero. So <laughs> 14 right. to zero. Texas and Oklahoma are coming to the SEC in 2025, and I could not be happier. Yes, yes. I, I think it's going to be the Super Conference. It's going to be so fun to watch. Every Saturday is going to be just the pick of the litter of what game you want that's going to be epic. You know what I mean? They're not going to have enough good broadcasters to be able to handle the, the amount of games that are going to be coming out of the SEC, in my opinion. Because yeah. some of them are like, why are you on the television anyway? But Well, I mean, uh, and we're going to be able to have a lot of fun with things. Like, the reason I'm so excited, I get to play Arkansas again. Now, granted, we're already going to play Arkansas this year, but that is one of Texas's biggest rivals from throughout history back in the old uh, SWC mm-hmm. and a couple of other games. So that's going to be fun. Of course, we get to own Texas A&M again each and every year. <laughs> I don't know if anyone saw the video the, I posted. The video, but man. I, the Bradley I, Cooper coming oh, to yes. Texas and, and high-fiving the SEC. And just picking fun at him. And like A&M <laughs> just trying to hide there like underneath a hat. Like, oh, my God. Good stuff. Good Fantastic stuff. movie, American Hustle, if no one has seen it yet. But, hey, go ahead. Give that a check. But then also the opportunity – to just start destroying the University of Tennessee along with the rest of the SEC and let them know what a real UT is all about. You know, show them the true orange color instead oh, of some that nasty, orange. bright orange. <laughs> like, what, what are you going, deer hunting? Get out of here. You calm down over there, man. Oh, absolutely. No. As we all know, I am just here for fire when it comes for football. <laughs> just call me Daenerys. Just pure destruction. There you go. Pure destruction, man. So something else that happened here recently was the NBA draft, which you watched and I did not. Yes, I even made a little bit of money on the NBA draft. I'm sorry, Keon Johnson, that uh, former University of Tennessee player, couldn't get drafted before pick 14 but my wallet is internally grateful to you falling in the draft (laughs) another little dig at ut before we can but what happened before the draft was the grizzlies made a very interesting trade in getting rid of Jonas valanciunas to the new orleans pelicans we took on a lot of salary but we moved up seven picks in the draft now this trade inherently made us worse there's really no other way around it so we thought that we're going to get continue moving up or maybe get some picks with some of the players that we got in the draft. That hasn't happened yet, and we took a real project in Zaire Williams out of Stanford. Now, he, if he had a great year last year, some people thought he could be a top-five pick, worked on his jump shot, but California had very strict COVID regulations, and he wasn't really able to get the practice, and he just he kind of struggled. He didn't necessarily develop the shot that everyone hoped, so we were able to get him at 10. A lot of people feel like it was a reach. I'm a little worried because the Grizzlies have done fantastic in the draft, but developing players hasn't necessarily been our strongest suit. We've taken a lot of older players who we are, who they, who we thought they were, and that's been fantastic. You know so, what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you're drafting a 23-year-old who's coming in and just lighting nets on fire from three, playing great defense, and that's what you want him to do. You're not having to necessarily develop that 18 to 19 year old to get that shot and reach a potential that is there. Right. So I'm a little worried on if we're going to be able to do that, but, and I'm worried that how, how does he play? You know, I mean, we've already got, like we said, we know what you're going to be. You're that. And that's what we need you to be. How do you take that off the court for somebody who needs to develop and make mistakes? Yeah. And we just made the playoffs, you know, like, I don't know. They make the big bucks to make those decisions. I guess we'll find out. And so we also traded back into the first round by trading three first or three seconds to get the number 30th pick. I like jumping back in there for contract reasons. And we got a nice player out of Spain. 
I'm assuming that Marcus Saul probably gave us a phone call, let us know <laughs> a little bit of the scouting report. You know, Powell, both of them were in this league that this kid tore up. So it's going to be interesting to see. But again, that's another project. And we just got rid of a fantastic center and downgraded to Steven Adams, who isn't going to help us or be what he was in the past well that's the way you describe it it sounds kind of disappointing but uh, uh, i'm pretty down i know a lot of people in the area are down but right now you just have to have faith in the organization because they've proven over the last three or four years that they've done these things correctly well so there you go that makes more sense i mean well like i said it's a wait and see kind of thing yes and hopefully jaw and jaron are going to wait and see with us instead of wanting to get out yeah yeah you hope so for sure guys we want to remind you uh if you've enjoyed our show so far uh or enjoy our show in general like that we really encourage you to share it with your family your friends show them how to find a podcast show them what a podcast is let them know this is something you can learn about our local news our community and things and how we try to boost our area we're really going to focus on schools coming up we're going to be going to uh friday night football we're going to get some coaches on here with um you know from center hill and olive branch and lewisburg and do some after shows coming up this entire football season it's one of those great things about mississippi friday night lights and we want everybody to be infused with it and have a good time uh, so please encourage everyone to give us a listen and enjoy. And the guys, if you're enjoying it, again, give us a nice five-star review on iTunes. We always appreciate it. It helps uh, expand our podcast and improve the search engine. And that can help in better our community because we really want to try to help our sponsors and people understand who supports us. And if you believe in us, please give us a share, like Zach was talking about. Tell people about us so we can continue to grow and promote the community that we live in, that you live in, and just put us on the map in a better, more positive light. Yes, sir. And so, guys, if you want to contact us for any reason or check out our social media, we are at theobpodcast at gmail.com. That's where people send me the dad jokes. We get comments about all of our sports stuff and everything else. And we love to talk about those things. But you can also catch us on Facebook and Twitter at obpod or obpodcast. And if you have a charity event that needs a little bit more oomph to get out into the community, please feel free to let us know. We are always looking to highlight those kinds of things because those are the things that Put us in a positive light. That's right. And also, guys, check out our brother podcast. We mentioned them earlier about their uh, music session they had on Friday night. And that is UTW or Under the Water Tower podcast. They are just like us, but they cover the Hernando area and kind of up the Get Well Corridor. And they talk a lot about that area and do a fantastic job. Also have great news and reporting. So if you live that way, you can also give them a shake. But other than that, guys, I think we're going to call for this week. And so I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And we'll see you all next week.
Thank you.